0: life can be so challenging where can you go to get divine clarification help and advice well may i introduce natasha venter medium coach and direct connection to your guides and angels through her podcast life clarifications natasha will help you navigate through and create your life's destiny my name is kevin mcdonald co-host of this podcast and i've seen her work and know that through her incredible talent you can be changed forever so let's start another episode of life clarifications with natasha okay okay i want to be changed forever so go ahead start i'll I'll wait
1: Well, welcome, everyone, and I'm grateful you could be here, and as my earpiece doesn't want to stay in my ear today, um, happy St. Patty's Day, and yes, I'm wearing green, but my husband didn't acknowledge this, but I'm wearing, you know, uh, you know the the green pendant and, and you know, paradise and, and that kind of thing, so I am wearing green. It's just... Um, I do Louise Hayes' uh, numerology. So there's certain colors, certain numbers of the day that I wear certain colors. And today's my purple day. And it's one of my favorite colors. So I could not not wear purple, but I put in some green along the way.
0: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, I am I do have to apologize on behalf of Natasha because she started some, drinking some uh, Jameson um, Irish whiskey at about 10 o'clock this morning. And it just <laughs> continued all the way through. And yeah. so, uh, see, she's laughing now, but <laughs> wait a couple hours, she'll be hung the hell over.
1: No, I won't be, because I don't drink. <laughs>
0: no.
1: I drink water, and no, it's not vodka.
0: <laughs> and, you, and you inhale that drink. Um, oh, no,
1: it, uh, but like people say to me, it's like, Natasha, you can you can act like you're drunk any day, because it's just one of those moments where <laughs> I do. get the game the fairy in me comes out or, or, you know, people around me are a little tipsy. And of course I'm very much, I can pick up on other people's stuff. And so sometimes when I'm, I'm the designated driver, cause I never drink, then it's like my, uh, my, uh, I can tell that the ethers around me are starting to get me a little tipsy. And I'm like, wait a minute, block that energy, block that knowing.
0: <laughs> Gee but, is, I had no idea you were this handy to have around. You're the designated driver. That way,
1: constantly,
0: <laughs> we we can all have a good time and not have to worry about it. Because there,
1: exactly, and actually, I am a good time because uh, many a times, like when we used to go dancing, and I'd be the designated driver. That um that you know, I would be the one that they had to pull off the dance floor.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need a de- designated dancer. Is what I need. Somebody to yeah. do that for me, because uh, that's that's just not a good idea. That's no. just not a good sight
1: I, oh. I dance around the house myself, by myself, half the time. So it's it's one of my exercises. Actually, I love to dance. So it's like if I'm down, that's the first. That's one of the things I like to do is I put on some music and and try to just get myself moving. So it's a good thing.
0: Well, very good. So what do you want to talk about today? I think that you put into your newsletter something about failure. Mm-hmm. Let's I talk.
1: did. And and I did not exaggerate on this too much um, because of the fact that, you know, it's like I like my nos- newsletters to be shorter because of the fact that who has time to read nowadays, especially emails, you know. And so if I can just get the get it, get the point to where somebody can start thinking about it anticipating it or inter- integrating some other idea of perception. I, that's my goal with my newsletters. And just to kind of give a heads up on what's happening, you know, hey, I'll be here or hey, I'll be there. So it's just one of those things that, that I just do those different things. So, mm-hmm. um, But failure is something that I know that a lot of us struggle with. Self-perceived Failure because I know that the universe, the angels, the guides, our loved ones, once they pass, <laughs> not when they're on this side, not when they're in body form, but when they're in spirit form, that that when they're in spirit form and they have the knowing of the greater picture because they've been on the other side, because I know that a lot of people struggle with my mom and dad or my uncle or my sister or my brother or someone had, you know, this perception when they were in human form. Why don't they do it over there? Well, it's because they have the bigger picture. And so many of them go, Oh God, I did that to my family, didn't I? (laughs) But then they go, I didn't know better to do better. So now I know better because I'm in spirit form and I can do what I need to do and I can help them move through what I taught them. (laughs) And so with that, that many of us are taught that failure is is not acceptable because of the fact that failure is something that um, that why should we fail? We're human. We should know what to do. And it's like, wait a minute, failure, you know, I know a lot of people struggled with failure during this COVID situation because they lost their jobs and then they thought they felt they failed their families. Well, how could they fail if it wasn't even in their, wasn't even in their um, control to stay in that job? You know? Even if they could have picked another job, but how are they supposed to know they were doing something to give money that was okay before that situation? You know what I mean? It's or okay-ish. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it was maybe perfect, but you know, it's like why should we do these self-perceived examples of failure when when they're just speed bumps in the in the road of life? You know, and like I said in my newsletter, there, it's time for those re's. You know, should I? Um, it's uh reevaluate, re-look at it, re-examine, re examine, re-um, reapply, you know, it's like those re's, you know, sometimes when we have a what uh, ending, which is what a failure could be, that you know, those endings, many times that if we do the ending with grace and say, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I just lost a job. Does that mean I'm supposed to go back into the same job? Or is this an opportunity to jump off into something else I know? You know, it's that reevaluate time or re-examine, like someone who has started a, a job, and kind of like me with my um, intuitive business, there's many times where I had to reevaluate what is my intention in this job. What is my intention with moving forward? What was my intention with, oh, wait a minute, that first website didn't work as well as I wanted it to. Well, I have to reevaluate to see how I can apply my next website and how I can interact with it differently. And so with that, that there's these dances that we can do with with what, when something comes to an ending. Because really, no one fails. No one fails.
0: Well, it's hard to imagine, and but we all do it is that when we try something new, when we take a new job when we when we uh try something in sports when you when we do something like like your husband if if, if he's playing golf and he decides he's going to alter his swing, that may not be successful to do that that was mm-hmm. his attempt but it may not be successful. So we are we're kind of hard on ourselves when it comes to failure because we all do it. It's mm-hmm. so you don't learn. You don't learn from success.
1: I know we we learn from endings for new beginnings. We learn from lessons and experiences. We learn but but it's attaching that more negative aspect onto it. That I really want to help people say there's really no failures out there. Oh, wait a minute it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Oh yeah, I could have done it differently. Yeah. But that's how would we would have known that we could have done it differently if it it didn't work well the first time. You know, it's like, yeah. And like I said, in my newsletter, you know, it's like, how can we be a failure if we've done it for the first time and we didn't know how to do it? Many times I'm doing it for the first time going, oh, it's kind of like packing a box, you know, Sometimes we have to repack a box four times to make everything fit. But the first time was to see what needed to go in. The second time was how does it fit together? The third time is the application of trying to get it all in. Oh, but wait a minute. If I put in that bottom box over to the side instead, or in the middle instead of to the corner, maybe I can fit in the other pieces in that corner. You know, it's that application, but there was no failure. It was just a, a learning, adding on doing what we're doing to do what we can do, um, you know, and it's it's kind of like if somebody's building a building and it falls down, well, yeah, they could have done something different. Yeah, they maybe could have had a little bit more integrity when they were building it. Yeah, maybe they could have said, I didn't know better to do better. But really, that's not a failure. That is something that is um, an application towards Oh, I really had to learn something here. I really had to learn something. Like the person who bought that building maybe had to learn how to really check to make sure that things were done with integrity. You know, or, you know, or you know, checking into the the way things were made, like who was the builder? What is their what is their knowledge? What is their um what is their pattern? Is there anybody who, who is doing things that's saying he, they're not good builders? Well, if somebody's saying that they're not good builders, then I know better than to buy that building. You know, it's just one of those things that as we work in life that, you know, it, it is how did this teach me more than is it a failure?
0: In your work, do you have a lot of people that um, lament their failures and and ha- let it seep into every aspect of their lives?
1: Oh, shame is attached to many perceived failures. Uh, let's say that someone made a decision, and I know that a lot of people have uh, drug problems in their life or have had you know, somewhere where alcoholism or, or drugs or, or something kind of slipped into their life. And maybe there was a search situation that came in to their, where, um, let's say a job application came in, or, or a family member moved out of the out of the area, or there's something that happened, where they weren't their best during that time. And that, failure feeling of I should have done different. I should have been there and did different adds shame in and shame is not, we're not supposed to have shame. It's we were only doing what we should do in that moment that we were doing it. And what's to say that, that you weren't, that person wasn't supposed to go down that line of like my, like, you know, my family with alcoholism, you know, with, You know, that what's to say that my children, that wasn't part of their life lesson was to deal with a family member who had alcoholism. You know, there's many times where I wish it would have done different, but I can't say I was a failure to my kids. I did my better that I could. I didn't do it perfectly. But and there's times I really wish, why didn't this happen earlier? But I wasn't a failure to anybody. But that's that part of the process of of self-talk and we're not taught to do better. Many of us, you know, even many religions talk about that. We're sinners. If we make the wrong decision or, you know, and and there's many words to failure, (laughs) you know, the sinner, you know, the, the shame, the guilt, you know, whatever it's called. It's, it's, it's in that bag of what would be considered the, the, the application of failure.
0: What is sin?
1: A self-perceived idea that someone says that you should have done different.
0: That's one of the better um, uh, explanations or definitions that I've ever heard. Because I asked a lot of people, it's like, "What do you I mean? What is sin? Sin is everything. It's original sin. It's it's the other sin. It's everything. Everything about you. You know, you're you're a sinner, boy." You you know, and and uh but that's that uh I think that leads you down a bad way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: It does, because sin is basically somebody else's idea of what you should have done different.
0: Even Jimmy Carter had sin in his heart. And I I so it's like it's like you can't I was thinking about that one time. It's like when you when you talk about the ultimate failure, I guess that would be sin. Uh when you talk about that, it's like Okay, everything that I do is sin, everything that I am is wrong. So I have to go so then I, I that's where
1: exactly, I- Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> where where do you go from there? You know, it's like what?
0: You can't win.
1: You can't so, win and and it's it's wrong to put that application on. You know, I grew up in the Catholic Church. Where I wasn't necessarily Catholic, but my um, I was in the Seattle busing situation, and so either I went to the Catholic school that was down the block, or I was bused an hour and a half. <laughs> so, um, and my grandmother was ca- Catholic, and my father was brought up Catholic, nor <laughs> was he Catholic anymore. Um, but at the same time, though. You know, people kept telling me I'm a sinner and I'm like, how can I be a sinner? I'm shy. I don't have friends. Maybe I snidge a little bit to sneak into the um the sugar bowl. Um <laughs> you know, it's like uh, how can I be a sinner on Sunday when on I was the one being bullied? You know, how can I be the sinner? Now I'm not saying that I was perfect by any means. I mean, I could have done a little different, but being the kid that I was, I can't say that I I did the, the you know, the seven deadly sin, you know, the, the seven, you know, the 10 commandments, you know, it's like, how can I, I was trying to be the kind one when somebody was bullying me you know, where, where's that picture? And so with that, that, that as we're walking and as we're talking, that self-perceived what other people think about being failure.
0: I know. And, uh, Susan apparently has got the same issues. She said, when I was little and brought to church, the concept of sin never resonated with me, which, which it is. See, it's one of those things. It's a, it's like a catch-all. It's one of those catch-all phrases that you we need to get you to do what we want you to do. And sin is the is everywhere, and it's everything, and nobody can avoid it. And so you can't claim to be perfect because you're sinful. Damn it! And so and so that's how they get you to do what they want you to do.
1: Exactly, and and that's not. Um, I'm going to move a little bit here because I can tell the sun's coming around the corner and. And it's going to be blinding on me. My wonderful son, I'm grateful for, but it's going to be a little blinding. So I have to move a couple things here so I can move my computer. That, you know, as we are walking, you know, and I, I agree with her that, you know, she says that it was manipulation, being manipulated. But, you know, that's what I'm going to use discernment here, um That. And I mean this with all love, that a lot of people, a lot of the humans applied the application of religion. And they wrote certain rules in the religion to be able to help us humans stay in boxes.
0: Of course, that's because if they see if they have you in a box, and as, as an example, the guy I, I just was thinking about the about the 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 there, this isn't a joke, but there are two priests standing there, and one says to the other, You know, my attendance on Sunday is down. I don't know why it's down, but it's just down. It's and the guy said, Well, it's you know, it's summertime, it's sunny, and people are wanting to go to, and he said, Well, no, but you see, that means that my coffers are down. I'm not making as much money because there aren't as many people in church because they're off doing something else. (gasps) Wait, I know. Let's make that a sin (laughs) for you to not go to church on Sunday. And that's gonna You're going to have. Oh, and I know if you miss church on Sunday, we'll sell you a candle so you can light the candle and then that that can, that can uh, clear your sin away. And so we'll sell the candle and uh, we'll, we'll make people come to church and then our coffers will be full and you and I will be happy.
1: Exactly. And, and that's the thing is, is that as we're walking in life and as we're doing things, we really need to look at the universe actually. And I have an understanding that talking with mother Mary, like I do and talking to Jesus like I do, and talking with a lot of the angels that I do, that statement of maybe of rest means that a lot of us don't take care of ourselves. That a lot of us don't, a lot of us don't uh, apply self care, and so there's those moments where. Where the universe around us, our helpers, Jesus, Mother Mary, you know, the angels, you know, our personal guides, even our family members who have passed, they say, please take a moment for you. Take a moment for you. And so Sue was saying, what what was that? Um, Can you read it, Kevin?
0: I think the intent was to help us elevate our behavior. But it lacks addressing the underlying reasons for poor behavior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let that resonate with you for just a moment, <clears throat> because I, you know, the other thing is, and that may that may be true, and they're going to try and guilt you into good behavior. Um, I don't think guilting anyone is accomplishes the intended goal. Person.
1: No. And, and I can tell you that going back to some of my past lives that <laughs> hmm, there was several people in communities that had the ego and the righteousness that they needed to be top dog. And so what is the best way to keep someone top uh keeping themselves top dog was to be little and to keep everyone else in under them which was rules um and what was the easiest way to um manage someone it was their belief system cuz everyone had a belief system and at the same time when a lot of these rules and I'm going to go back to this a lot of these religious rules were set up, were back when people were not, they were in a switch. Religions kept changing around them. Um, you know, the Egyptians, they're different. If a different um, pharaoh pharaoh were come in, and sorry if the word's not correct, um, would, would bring in different gods. And so there'd be these different scenarios that would come in and you know even people even countries would take over other countries and say you can't believe in that anymore and so they would be searching for something to believe in and the quickest way to get somebody was their belief system and so with that that maybe there was there were several priests and ministers and and people of spoken to be better would think of it as a uh, to evaluate, to um elevate a behavior when i know that a lot of those governments and stuff like that that perceive things to be it was it was that squishing it was the squashing
0: and i think it's even i think it's even more simple than that when, have you ever been to vegas
1: mm-hmm.
0: pretty place isn't it it is gorgeous buildings you know where those where those businesses got that money
1: mm-hmm.
0: from gamblers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now go to. Uh, have you ever been to the Vatican? Uh, no. If you ever get to go to the Vatican, that is just as that is as pretty as any casino as as the as the Strip in Vegas. And and where did they get that money? <clears throat> I think that it's. A, you know, I hate to sound so so. Damn cynical, but I'll, I'm going to play that for you, so that you can talk me down from my tree. But
1: uh, <laughs> good cop, bad cop here. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it, it, it's like I, I think everything's got to do with money.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, it it, 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 it's been even when we used to trade. It used to be, you know, if the cow was the best, best um, equivalent to to money, then you know. The top farmer would have the most cows because he wanted to to be the better. You know, we've had that in us. and And it's just amazing how how society's been put up that we don't question anymore sometimes where things came from. no, we don't and and yes, money is about control. And it doesn't have to even have to be about, you know, like we're getting the Bitcoin and the different coins coming in. And, you know, it's just where those moments of, you know, that's why we're in this moment right now, though. It's about coming into our own truth, you know, and going back to failures and sins and and whatever this language is that we're talking about, because it's not about religion, really. It's about the, the base statements that we're making, you know, failure, sin, guilt, shame so many of us humans are are feeling this because of what we've been taught it's been what we've heard what tv has shown us what what um society has shown us what magazines has shown us you know many of us feel guilty because we're you know 20 pounds overweight instead of the the um and we feel shame for our bodies because we're not the 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 painted in and and the and the and all those models that are in the magazines, you know, who's actually starve themselves many a times because they're too fat at size two, you know, it's like, but who says two size, you know, size two is supposed to be what, what we are, you know? And, and that's the thing about, and many of us put failure. I'm not that person. I'm going to go into, you know, doing, um, Another uh, diet. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm going to. And yet, at the same time, though, really think about how, what we've been taught. You know, how many of us had women had fathers or mothers who said, "Should you eat that? You know, that's gonna gain. That you're gonna gain weight if you eat that." Or, or. That size, you shouldn't be in that size, well, um, who made my body their DNA
0: <laughs> what did, did you have you ever asked your husband, uh, do I look fat in these pants? <laughs> and now uh, he would be a very wise man if he gave you the answer of, "Oh, honey, no, not at all. you look great,
1: <clears throat> well, actually, I have asked, but not in that terminology, I say, does this look does this whole look look okay? Ah you know, does does this, mat, does this flow? I'm one that when it's kind of like, you know, you said one time that, that you think that my, I have a perfectionist house. And I go, no, it's what feels right. Sometimes if I don't feel right, like in the morning, <laughs> and I know that I'll be okay in two hours, but I'm not really in my body yet. And then I have to get dressed and present myself and he's around. I say, does this feel right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, and it's not necessarily does my butt look big. It's more about how does this application overall look,
0: right? You know, which is actually the politically correct way to do it. Uh, that way, you can save him from a lot of grief. Yes, uh, which 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 is really good. You know, and to, speaking about, and I just saw this, read this the other day. Uh, you're familiar with Friends, right? Yes, with the TV show. Um, you had Jennifer Aniston, and you had Courtney Cox, and you had Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Kudrow, after the show was over, said she always felt fat and ugly because of these two women that were size one and size two right around in there that she was being compared to. She's mm-hmm. a gorgeous lady, and she doesn't, she is, she, she's height, weight, proportionate. There's no issues. But because of society, they created that issue for her that she was not as good as the others because she wasn't a size one. I mm-hmm. think that's crazy that we do that to, to our kids.
1: Oh, I know. It, it's just, it's amazing. and And we may know this about ourselves, but at the same time, though, it's those whispers that are in the back of the mind that sneak in all the time. And, um, it's just one of those things that when we're, when we're navigating with life and when we're doing life that, um, can you take down the post piece that when, when we're doing things and we're managing things that, that it is about the process of how can I make this moment do better for me? You know, How can me losing my job instead of feeling the failure because I didn't do the job right? Well, maybe the universe was saying it's time to move on. Or sometimes when someone is, um, their job, their marriage is ending. Well, I know many times, taking a snapshot of that life, that yeah, we could have done something better. We could have done something different. We could have shifted how we did things. Maybe it's time to reevaluate. Yet at the same time, though, sometimes we're not meant to be with that person for the rest of our lives. And, you know, it's really looking at what was the reason why I was with this person. Sometimes. To be honest with you, if we have kids, sometimes it's bring them into this world because they were meant to do something. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Their soul was meant to do something. And even if at at one moment that soul was meant to help another soul stay on this planet, then they did their work. But yet each time they they put a smile on someone's face, there's more and more things they could have done. But... But many times we think that because something is ending, it was a failure or we should feel shame or guilt or application and we should have done better. We could have done better. Now, like if someone, the marriage ends because of an affair or something, well, that's not necessarily a failure. That's because somebody made a poor choice and they could have done different and yet maybe they had mental and in emotional things that they need to work on. And as we do those applications, that sometimes life makes us come out with a problem so that we can work on that problem.
0: Of course, that's that's part of the, that's part of the growth. By the way, Susan says, I love how your newsletter addresses all the re's looking at things from a different perspective. That's just one way you've helped me with your reading. So, by the way, if you want to get on her email list um, so that you can get a newsletter newsletter yourself, how do they do that? They
1: can um, email me at Natasha at AngelicClarifications.com. Or you can go on my newsletter or my my website, and I think there is a place where you can sign up for my newsletter there. So Natasha at angelic clarifications.com. Cause and I, I make a disclosure, I don't send out emails, but maybe once, maybe twice a month. <laughs> so I am one of those that is um, a less bug than a more bug. <laughs> but at the same time though, when when I do send it out, I really have the intention of making a making a point of a perception. And, and when we do that, or when I do that, it is about what's going on. Like there's one, I had a a moment where Archangel Michael kind of sabotaged me and he channeled it. He wrote the newsletter, you know, it was like, you know what are we applying in our lives? And many times it just kind of hits me, like the like my um, statements here. I just get the tap to talk about this, and it comes one morning, and I speak into my phone. Luckily, and and then I I apply it to refixing it, refixing it, refixing it, refixing it. And then I send it to Sue to <laughs> to uh, to make sure that I've I've done my quotes right, and and. Sometimes my dyslexia makes me flip sentences around and she can interpret well. they should be much better as I was writing them.
0: <laughs> well, but that's, that's, that's okay too, because that's, that's the imperfect filter that we all have. Now, I wanted to ask you a question. We've uh, delved into this quite a little bit in some other podcasts in the last uh, week or two, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. And that is, how does intuition play a role in your overall life and in your writings and what you do?
1: Hmm. My intuition. I have an understanding. I want to clarify what intuition is because many people think that intuition is being psychic. Well, being a medium and being this kind of of intuition and psychic is a little bit deeper in a different form of of application but every intuitive every psychic every medium has intuition that is the base the foundation it's the cement foundation of the house of being psychic being a medium doing that so my intuition listening to the universe being available to listen and hear should i eat this food um, you know the song comes in like you had a songwriter on the other day and singer and she writes her own songs but she uses her intuition she she hears her muses excuse me she hears her muses and she applies what they're what they're showing her and that's her intuition it's hearing a insight, feeling an insight, um, seeing an insight, uh, tasting or smelling an insight, or or just that gut anticipation of an insight that that we all um, apply, we can apply to our lives. And that intuition, I would say, is,
0: 98 percent of my life well and so basically the newsletter then would be um an intuitive piece that that you're getting from somewhere else and that's the fia was the, the same way uh eric is the same way julie was the same way they're all everyone that is working to better themselves Listens to their intuition listens mm-hmm. to their guides from the other side and if you are listen intuitive to listen and listen to yourself and uh, that all of those things uh, matter a great deal um intuition is is huge when you're even even if it's just I'm not going to turn left because you told me not to turn left I will go straight and it might save you a couple hours or an accident or whatever it is mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. There's many a times where I hear I even use intuition when I'm going to be um, organizing my house for the day. You know, it's like I hear um, go into you know, that closet. I'll be in there for about 10, 15 minutes working on a shelf. And, blah, 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 and then I hear, oh, go sit down and eat. <laughs> you know, it's like that intuition, that's that that listening in on something that helps you do better. Intuition will never have a negative as, um, aspect to it. That is self-thought or if somebody has a um, an entity that is not good for them hanging on around them. It, it's, you know, intuition, your guides, your angels will never, ever be negative to you. No. They may say, please don't do that. That might might not be good for you, but they will never do it in a shameful hatred. Uh, you failed way.
0: No, but they, they will say, okay, well, did you learn anything? Exactly. That's, that's, that's kind of, by the way, if you were in your closet for 10 minutes, cleaning a shelf, uh, you are, you do run a tight ship at home. I just wanted to throw that out there. (laughs)
1: well you know um because of the fact that i can't put something away if i don't have a place to put it away and so that's why i clean it's more logic than it is anything else and i would say if you walk through my house you will know i lived on it in it because where i sit by my couch there is a couple things around there uh on the counter the mail from three days ago is still there you know it's like There's not, there's, I mean, I still have my clothes that I folded and I haven't put them away yet. So I don't run that tight of a ship.
0: Shocking. That's just shocking.
1: But I try to, but I know those clothes shouldn't be there for too long because in my feng shui belief system, that if I have something uh, um, messy and I am working on so much in my life to move forward, that if I if I have something that is blocking that energy, then it's not allowing the chi to flow that energy, the spirit to flow and the inspiration will slow down. My, my flow will slow down. And so that's why when, when I go into a closet and it's feeling gucky, it's feeling heavy, it's feeling um, disorganized, it's feeling clustered, that it's like if i can just put like things with like things then it has more of a flow to it which gives me the opportunity it's kind of like when my plastic bags were overflowing well what was overflowing in my life you know what was being out of control in my life that i had to to at least try to put some application of working with in my life because i can't control anything but i can work with it i can interact with it and so me organizing how my my bags went gave me the application of okay this compartment is for home this compartment's for work this compartment's for my my family you know it's like trying to give time for everything you know so it's amazing the metaphors of life that I that I I, I use metaphors so much in my life it's like I wear them I wear them out. <laughs>
0: Well, I I'm, I'm sure because because if you you're wearing out your closet too because you're in there way too much.
1: No, no, that's that's by like me once some 3 months thing uh, that I do. I
0: it's, let's see. The last place I lived, I lived there for 5 years and I still had stuff that I didn't unpack yet. Until I moved and that's sitting over here in a box and I still haven't unpacked it. That would drive you crazy.
1: Um, Actually, it probably would in a way because of the fact that uh, curiosity. I'm I'm a cat. (laughs) Curiosity would get me. And yes, I have boxes like that up in my garage. But there's sometimes where I go through and, and I have to decide because of the fact that if I want new to come in my life, I have to have old. Go out, and so there's times where I'm looking around, going, and and if you notice, I like stuff. <laughs> I, um, I I have a I have stuff, so there's stuff that can leave, and and so if something wants to come in, something else has to go. Kind of like my girlfriend gave me um, gave me the angel wings that's in my window. Oh, and when she brought those in, I was so grateful. I love them. They are so inspirational to me, but what was old that was used to be inspirational that's not inspirational anymore that needed to leave, and so with that, that as I've walked and and know that things just have to keep moving to keep things moving,
0: Yes, they do, I guess. i I, I haven't thought i'm a guy i haven't thought about it that deeply i leave that stuff to you guys
1: well you know i can be reading a book and thinking about three other things at the same time so
0: i can too but cleaning my closet isn't one of them (laughs) or two of them or well you know
1: though if i wasn't doing this i would be helping people feng shui and organize their house so that to me is part of my application of my calling it's like i would be working in an office i would be (laughs) i would be working in someone's house i i necessarily wouldn't be working with um like the really bad the really hoarders on like on tv but i would be working i could work with many different realms of of helping someone find a purpose in their home how to organize. I love I love I love packing boxes, unpacking boxes. I love that part of that process. Like I, when my kid when my kid was moving, I say, you know, Fia, do you mind if we go through your boxes so that we can pack them up and be ready to go cuz I know it's going to get crazy at the end of the month. And so right now is a good time, can we do your boxes, please? <laughs> so
0: you see, say, say you do have some neuroses yourself. You have a box fetish.
1: You- I am- more than you know, <laughs> more than you. I was a box kid, so I do have a box fetish. More than you know.
0: <laughs> Let's see how we put this in here, and it goes in there. I, I tell you, it's. it's but that's, there's been uh, a
1: couple boxes I did not recycle because they were just too good, too good of a box.
0: But, but so, what's good great about that is that that uh, you can laugh at yourself. I and- can. And that's 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 the important part: being able to laugh at yourself and understand that you may not be perfect, but you're doing a fine job just as you are, and you're good.
1: I'm keeping upright because um, I would almost rather re um, reorganize a closet than do my dishes. <laughs> or cook dinner, or cook dinner, or that kind of thing. So um, we all have our pluses, we all have our minuses, we all have our things that flow better with us, and then don't flow with us. And, but yeah, we can't take those things that don't flow with us and call them failures. They're just not part of our game. That's why, you know, like for me, my husband is really good at being, um, getting up in the morning. I'm not. So when we have to go somewhere, I'm or I have to go somewhere, I make sure I tell him in the morning because he makes sure that I wake he wakes me up and gets me moving or talks with me to get my brain waking up because I am not one that that's will well getting up in the morning and I'm doing better. Life is making me do better, but yet at the same time, though it's that application that if someone's doing something better, have them help us, you know, help their tools, help me work with my tools, you know. Just like my husband was saying, you know, that you know, isn't there somebody's birthday coming around? And I went, oh yeah, there is. You know, should we get a card out? And so he would go and get a card out, and I would write it for him because he doesn't like writing in the cards, and then he would take it to the mail post you know, on the way to work, because that's that's how we would work together. Otherwise, I don't get things out on time that way, and so there's that application of, it's not a failure, it's just not my strength.
0: I wanted to ask you, um, when you say failure, I guess you got to describe what is failure, what is considered a failure versus not doing as well as you could, or I mean, what is a failure
1: from my application of being a witness to many and I not judging just a witness that failure is something that they shot thought that they should have done either in a way or perfectly. So let's say if somebody, um, wanted to, um, Oh, hang a, a, a picture and their perception that they should have had it totally perfect. And in the middle of the room and, and in that spot, that was perfect, perfectly height up perfect. But if they didn't do that, they failed at it.
0: But how can you <laughs> that, see now that, that creates an unrealistic expectation.
1: Exactly. And, but that's what us in society, many of us, have done. And, you know, there's been some of us like you and like me that we've practiced our way out of feeling that way. But yet at the same time, though, there's many that haven't. And they are feeling like they're, you know, failures all along. I've, you know, me doing um, doing uh, my school on Zoom, do you know how many parents were in tears because they thought that they were failing getting their kids online, mm-hmm. or right. not being able to apply to getting on a test when they should have? And I'm like going, "Please, be you're doing fine. It's not easy. We'll just reschedule. Don't worry." The I I don't know. This is not. You're fine. How are you supposed to know when you weren't even on computers before this? You know, it's like. I'm sorry that, that, that you're put in this position, you know, of being a teacher, being, you know, having five kids on Zoom at the same time. How can even the internet can um, apl- be applied well? You know, it's like, you know, there's just these moments where we put these expectations, these expectations and judgments in our life to put us on this road of, we shoulda, coulda, woulda's. I mean, the shoulda's, you know, the should have sure are shitty. <laughs> you know?
0: It's you should, just... you, you've been shitting all over yourself again.
1: Exactly. Why? Why put that extra stress on? Life is stressful enough. You know, doing what we're doing, life is stressful enough. And, and, it's not worthy of, of doing anything that, you know, why? <laughs> I just don't have an understanding why.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that that brings in, uh, when you, the concept of, of, um, um, of not doing things wrong, but also f- using your intuition, because if you use your intuition, Chances are you're going to make a lot better decisions than if you don't use your in, in, intuition. Um, and so you can avoid some stuff that way by, by paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. Give, give people that are listening a tool or two on how to raise our intention and how to listen to it.
1: Your intuition is going to come to you through a feeling or a voice, a whisper in your ear, or you might get a snapshot, like a, taking a picture in your mind, you know, that's coming in your mind. Like um, you're going, uh, you're, you're thinking, hmm, what's for dinner? And all of a sudden you have a hamburger that pops in your head. Oh, well, maybe that's your body's intuition saying a hamburger sounds good. Or because they're needing meat. Now check in. Do you want a hamburger or do you want something more like a steak, you know? And then if you have that hamburger pop back in, maybe that's your body saying, no, I I need the, there's a different kind of fat content in hamburger than there is in, in steak. So there's that, that application, or you may hear that whisper of hamburger, you know? And I'm going to tell you that the universe, if you hear if you hear it, many times it's more like a whisper than it is somebody yelling at you. So it's being available to listen. When you ask a question, be willing to listen. And the first thing that comes to you, that's that intuition. There's that or that feeling of, of oh, yeah, that feels really good. I should probably do some of that. Oh, but I'm feeling kind of busy right now. Oh, there's that intuition of how much should I do? You know, there's that application of maybe I should say I can do a little bit of it, but not all of it. I can be co-partners with you, but I can't be a full do it by myself. You know, it's that application of, you know, it's even like us working together. You know, it's like there's been certain times where you say, oh, just go do it. And I'm like going, that doesn't feel right. And that's my inner intuition saying that maybe someday I can. But right now, the application of what's working together is building us both up. You know, it's given us both expressions and both of us insights on how to do different. And and there's that part. So listening to our intuition is is that feeling. It's that motherly intuition that that you know when you wake up and go, oh, something just popped in my head and I need to take care of it now. You know, it's that feeling. It's that 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 wait a minute wait a minute let me think about this differently you know it's that that what is that you know it's that deeper concept it's just a little bit deeper than just a thought and so when when we can do go ahead
0: well i was just going to say uh address this if you please Mm -hmm. raising my son has been a has been lesson after lesson in failure as a parent I'm realizing now that I'm not.
1: Yes, exactly. How can you be a failure when you're the human doing something that is a struggle for you and him? And and that's the thing is is that many times that we don't know that our children have a problem until we face it.
0: Sometimes so you we know, don't years later. My, exactly. kid, my kids had stuff going on that i had no idea about because kids have a way of just keeping their mouth closed for a period of time
1: exactly and i know for a lot of the parents you know they're choosing to homeschool their their kids well they didn't know that in school maybe they had troubles reading maybe the teacher said hey your kid has troubles reading but really did my kid have troubles reading? <laughs> you know, it's like the application of what we know now isn't always what we know when we're making the decision to do something. and and many times when we're trying to help someone else do something, and it's our timing, but it's not their timing, nor will it ever be their timing because they don't want to do it. that we feel like a failure because we're trying to apply what needs to be done, to what is happening in the real world. And, you know, that's where sometimes there's a clash. I know for me that there's a lot of kids right now, and my kid was one of these. My youngest kid was one of these. Well, actually, both my kids were, but one knew how to manage it a little differently than the other. That my youngest, I had to keep saying to this this child that I know that you won't need this math. (laughs) you growing up because of what you're going to choose to do in life. But I can tell you that this is going to help you practice for those things that you don't want to do in life. So I would have to change what the applicate lesson was. It wasn't about the math. It was about doing the application of the math. And so practice doing something you don't want to do, because there's going to be lots of times where you may not want to clean up aisle six, but you were told to clean up aisle six. (laughs) You know, it's just it's an application towards doing something that we do. But us as parents think of us uh, ourselves as failures because we're not doing it the way that. Other people are perceived to do it or the teachers at school that went through schooling. How many years of schooling did they do, you know, to apply it? And I know like for me that, you know, like at school, us paraeducators, which we did not go to school. We went, we have some schooling we had to do and I have modules and stuff that I keep having to do, but we, I didn't go to college to be a teacher to be able to talk with parents, to be able to uh, manage a whole classroom. I didn't, wasn't taught a lot of those things. Well, we're being asked to do that now. Exactly. And and it's a skill that if we don't know to do better, that's a liability. And, you know, and, and that's where, you know, we just got to have that understanding that, you know, like some of these parents that are wonderfully teaching their kids right now, you know, I know a lot of I know a lot of teachers. Not all teachers, but a lot of teachers are willing to say, "I can help you." I just want to I just want to know what the struggle is, so I can help you streamline it. You know,
0: and, and not to change the subject, but what are you it. doing Sunday?
1: What what's that?
0: What are you doing Sunday? I'm I'm asking you on a date. What are you doing Sunday?
1: What am I doing on Sunday?
0: Yeah,
1: I oh. What am I doing on Sunday? I'm on Martha heart. Norwalk's Animal World. Thank you very much. I'm on North o- N- Martha Norwalk's Animal World where I'm on her uh, radio station um, the third month, the third Sunday of every month. That's KNW
0: 1150 AM. You can go to MarthaNorwalk.com, and uh, you can listen to the Listen Live button, and uh, you can listen to Natasha talk about uh, spirits and animals and all sorts of fun stuff for three hours with Martha Norwalk this coming Sunday from 9 till noon, PST. T time, Pacific which is
1: standard time.
0: I'm sorry, it's not either. It's PDT. Yes, Pacific daylight time.
1: Yeah, Pacific Daylight Time. So it's one of those things that as we're as I'm doing this, I'm grateful to be able to. It's usually I start talking around the ten o'clock time, the ten to twelve time, just because the first hour is is you know the headlines and what's going on and and getting into the show and Martha, it's Martha's show you know, I'm just one of her guests. So it's, it's, a, it's a gift. I'm always grateful to do those little readings because <laughs> they're just quick insights um, for someone who can just, I've, I've heard that I've helped them on these quick little moments. So it's a gift to be able to be there.
0: And it's fun for you to play. So. oh, I
1: love it. <laughs> When I got told that I could be on the radio, it was a dream come true. Literally a dream come true. This is a dream come true. This application is, I'm just grateful to be able to be a voice and be out there to support.
0: And you weren't sure you'd like this application when I first started it. So there.
1: (laughs) Well, what, this application of being on um, StreamYard? Yes. Well, it was because you tried to get it to me, give it to me like minutes before I ran in the door. (laughs) And I had enough change in my life.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: My cup was full. I needed a moment to integrate.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> I, right.
1: I love this, actually. I love this. It, it's just one of those things. But I see that it's time for cards.
0: It is time for cards. It is time. And it would be time to talk to my son who just called me. But, uh, unfortunately, um, the, uh, let's see if I can hook that up. Uh, is now discovering the time. In your device, Bluetooth. Okay. And there and and no, no, that's not there. While you're doing the cards, I'm gonna do this. And let's see if that no, that's not. No. Sorry, Trad, that ain't gonna work. Can't get you on the air. <laughs> you don't wanna get on the air anyway. So
1: no, he doesn't. I already, I already, I already snagged him once.
0: (laughs) no, he 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 doesn't. He doesn't want to get on the air with us. So, Uh, son, I'll call you back in about fifteen minutes. Okay, bye. Uh, he's a silly man, thirty-two year old man who is silly.
1: So what I'm doing right now is I'm shuffling. Oh, there was one card that I'm uh, I'm shuffling and asking, what is what can I pull that can help someone in their life right now to help them move forward through this next moment in life? I'm telling you, the solstice is coming up this weekend too. Okay, yes, 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 yes. I see you, I see you. This one almost fell out. So we're not there. Uh the solstice coming, or not it's the solstice, it's the equinox that as this spring equinox comes in, know that um, it's a doorway. So, and we just had a new moon, which is about um, new beginnings. So really think about how are you talking to yourself? How is life showing you how to talk with yourself? Because I am... I am hungry, I am sick or I'm not feeling well. The I am is the it's it's the point. It's it's like putting a a dart game and putting a point on the I am is what you're calling in. And so remember that as you're working in life and as you're walking in life pull in what you want. Pull in the magic. Today is is um saint patty's day it's about magic you know it's about that glitter it's about the, the yes he is a fairy he's a fae and yes they're mischievous I still haven't found my debit card that disappeared, and I know I put it away right. Um, <laughs> I ordered a new one. <laughs> that, that as we, <laughs> you know, they like my cards. They stole my card, and when I was in Hawaii, even my friends even went and mis- witnessed me putting it back right. Uh, but you know, be with the magic. What is the magic that can be in your life? You never know. You may receive the magic in a form of it.
0: That's absolutely true. And it happens all the time. That's
1: you- <laughs> what a card I just pulled.
0: <laughs> what is that? The Goblin. The goblin. <laughs> and and what does that signify?
1: It says um, uh, the wounded ego, human ego. <laughs> uh,
0: there is some of that going on.
1: There is. And that's why I wanted to talk about, that's why I was told to talk about failure. Because it is about that application of what is it that, that we can really, truly believe in ourselves. Magic is here. We're going to be human. It's called the learning process. And know that as we're walking in life and as we're, we're managing life. <laughs> okay, so the first card. Uh, physical health, grounding, and foundation. So the earth fairy. So get it's time to get grounded. It's time to to get that knowing of who we are. It's time to be our beautiful selves because the wounded ego, it's time to have it go away. We have life. We have things happening to us. It doesn't mean that it's not part of our knowledge base, you know. Our, our snubs, our stubbing of our toes, our, our um, oops, I could have done that betters, are, are part of that lesson of how to do better. And so change the wounded ego to being someone like going, hmm, oops, could have done better. Because we're meant to be the butterfly who transforms from being the caterpillar to being grace. To being able to get the nectar of life from the the flowers so that we can be our healthier selves. So just know that as spring is coming, the spring equinox is coming. It's time to have us transform our self-talk to being more graceful for ourselves. Practice makes better. Oops, there's that sneaky uh, shame button again, isn't there? Hmm, how can I transform it? Into something more beautiful. Because I just got told the top card. Because as we're getting out into the community. And being ready to land on flowers again. To get our pollen. To go back to make sweet honey. Know that our community. Because bees can't be singular. They have to be in a community. That the bee of life will bring in. And we will find our our, our nectar off our, our we'll find our hive, our tribe, once we start getting out more. So be ready. What we think we're gonna receive. If we wanna be with our like-minded people, start calling in your like-minded people. I wanna be around people who um who give sunshine. I want a job who I feel happy going to. I'm tired of feeling not good about my, my job anymore. I want a job that fills, fulfills me, gives me the money to, to pay my bills, but fulfills me also. So start really thinking that you're worthy of this. Because B is about luck um, and, um, and sweet victory. And it was the top card. So it's about where we're moving to.
0: Very, very nice. Although I do have to tell you, a wise man once said to me, you've heard the expression, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. No, that's not true. The grass is greenest where you water it. Yep. And so if you take care of yourself and you water it and you do everything, you take good care of your soul, your body and your mind and your kids and everybody around you, then you, things will be well. Things mm-hmm. will be. Good. And by the way, did you go look in your bank account today?
1: I did not yet because I have Wells Fargo. So I was kind oh, of yeah. thinking. They're,
0: they're going to steal it from you anyway. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, no, it's, uh, you know, I'm, it's, it's a beautiful day because I was, uh, um, I, I'm working on my website and I'm working on hosting it and, and doing all that What's well, going to cost some money. And uh, uh, I don't know how much money and, and stuff, but suddenly there was a gift from Santa Biden and there was money in my account that wasn't there yesterday. It's kind of cool. So I, appreciate I know it.
1: mine is going to go towards my business and, and that application, too. So I'm grateful that that even though I may look. I mean, a lot of my things came from thrift stores <laughs> or, or gifts, you know, so it's like, or like that picture was my mother's, you know, it's like, there's a lot of these applications that, that, you know, I can say thank you um, because it's really been helping me make the next step to being that calling that I, I am called to be. So I am grateful. So Absolutely. as we leave, cause it is at that hour now and, Um, As we leave, I want you to know that I am so grateful for everyone who is here because only you can make the steps and make the ripple effects that you do. And please just know that kindness to self, kindness to others, and especially when we change our perception just a little bit about those selves. Of um, I'm I'm I I'm shameful. I'm unworthy. I'm you know I'm a failure. If we can just change those perceptions, it's amazing where life will bring us. Oh, next week I will be in Ocean Shores.
0: Oh, so she'll be doing the show from the road. From the road, she'll be on on Ocean Shores, and it'll, that'll be fun. It'll be in her hotel room and or someplace there in in the what hotel are you staying at.
1: I forgot the name. <laughs> the huh?
0: The Shiloh?
1: No.
0: Um, uh, the casino? No. Oh. Well. Oh, there are a bunch of them over there. Yeah, uh, there is. In in any event, you have a wonderful day. And and by the way, sometimes you'll start saying a sentence, and I assume that you're gonna finish it one way and you finish it totally <laughs> at somewhere else. It's like you said only you can prevent forest fires. No. And
1: only you can be the one that you are to be
0: Uh, that's right because nobody else wants to fit into your pants (laughs) have a great day everybody and take care of yourself and we'll see you next time on my independence report and life clarifications with natasha venter go to her website which again is
1: angelic clarifications.com
0: very good and spell it correctly and you'll get there thank you very much